0: Tell me your story. Tell me your story. How did it all start? Do you remember? Oh, I What happened? How oh, did it stop? You're now tuned into the Small Business Origins Podcast. I love an origin story. Each week, we dive into the real stories of entrepreneurs and businesses from across the nation.
1: Who is he? And what's his origin story?
0: Who started with just an idea and are now making waves.
1: I told you this was a good idea.
0: This is Small Business Origins. Yeah, what up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Small Business Origins. I'm your host as always, John Kelly, aka John the Marketer on Instagram and TikTok. And you're tuned in. It's our nationwide search. We're looking for entrepreneurs with a story to tell. And joining me out of San Diego, California, but the company is in Omaha, Nebraska. I've got Dan Williams with Owner's Pride. Dan, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for having me. Dude, it is a pleasure. And I say that every single episode. I know I sound like a broken record, but it really is because I get to virtually travel to all of these places and dive into what makes people tick as entrepreneurs, what their companies are doing, why. And I bring these companies to a group of listeners that is so supportive. And I got to stop and say, I love our listeners because I love hearing stories. People will text me and say, Hey, I went and tried this restaurant that you had on, or I bought this product that you had on, or I'll have the actual guests be like, Hey, I had three people come in the restaurant today. And They all said they heard about me on the show, and that's what it's all about. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful for the guests that come on, spend your time with me here talking on this show. And then, of course, always super thankful for the listeners. But before we hop into today's episode, we always start out with an icebreaker question. Today's icebreaker question is, would you rather get free plane tickets or free accommodations for the
1: rest of your life? Ooh, I think I'll take the free accommodations because uh I can buy the plane ticket there, and my accommodations that hotel is or whatever I'm staying is usually a lot beefier beefy, beefy. beefier <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: hey, that's kind of exactly what i you know at first I thought about the plane tickets, I was like, bro, I can find out accommodations when I get there, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, the accommodations are always more expensive, so I'd rather come up with a three to eighteen hundred dollar plane ticket and then get there and have three 000, four 000, five thousand dollars worth of accommodations for free especially if you stay for a week and it's all included. Why not?
1: And the the other half that uh, we're getting ready, we're going to go to Vegas for my wife's birthday next month to see Miranda Lambert. And I need to get a pet sitter house sitter. So um, as expensive as that is to have somebody come and stay at your house, if if that was a third option, that might be where I, <laughs> where I would go.
0: Look, I just want to get it all paid for. You know, somebody just flying me around to go wherever I want and spend time out there. That's the dream. I love traveling. Yes, sir. Hey there, entrepreneurs. Are you tired of juggling multiple platforms for your marketing and sales needs? It's time to revolutionize your business operations with Wingman. Wingman's an all-in-one marketing automation software. It's designed by experienced marketers who understand your struggles. It's a game changer. It combines the best tools to streamline your communication, automate your workflows, and grow your business. Capture leads using landing pages, surveys, forms, and more nurture them with personalized messages via voicemail, SMS, emails, and even Facebook Messenger, and close deals with built-in tools to collect payments, schedule appointments, and track analytics. Say goodbye to multiple marketing tools and hello to Wingman. It's your unified platform for all business needs. You can enhance your online presence, manage your reputation effectively, and cultivate leads effortlessly. So are you ready to take your business to new heights? Visit TrustYourWingman.com today and let Wingman be your co-pilot to success. I've been to Wingman. Awesome. Well, we're here to talk about you, where you came from, how you got into entrepreneurship. Dan, what's your origin
1: story? So I I very recently on the Owner's Pride podcast did an episode where I um, kind of went back and I touched on this exact thing. Um, And out of the people who have been very influential in my life, of course, my father, he passed away about 12 years ago. And, and the other person who I throw into that mix was my wrestling coach in high school. And so I, I just had gone back and revisited. I I've just turned 54. So it's been a few years. But um, through high school, wrestling, summer and winter, um, freestyle, I, I think that is one of the main things in my life that's given me tenacity and drive and taught me to never, ever give up. So it was incredible to be able to go back to talk to Roy Steckard um, and and really have that discussion and tell him how much of an influence he was in my life.
0: Yeah, I love having other podcasters on the show because you understand podcasting. So you get the whole conversation back and forth. It always winds up being a great um, episode. But that's one thing I wanted to do was you know, stop and and let's also talk about your podcast. Let's drive some people to listen to that because it's something I didn't mention in your intro, but what is the Owner's Pride podcast all about?
1: So we, we really, originally it started the podcast to bring in um, people that were in our network of authorized installers for Owner's Pride. And, and that's people that we've authorized to use and sell our um, ceramic coatings and sell our compliant warranty programs. So the idea was to kind of, Bring it in and focus on them for half hour power interviews. And they can take those pieces of the interview and put it onto their own social media and onto their website. You know, kind of the idea is if you're going to look for a company to detail your car and you see that um, you go to their website and the company whose products they're selling, they're sitting down and they have a really nice interview that's focused on them, it really helps create them more as the authority and the guide uh, to give them more credibility. And then I, I just, I love doing podcasts and interviewing people. I have did it with my old company as well. And um, for me personally, it's really helped me to in say in the sales side of what I do in being able to communicate and talk with people um, to, you know, to ask those open-ended questions. And then the hardest part originally was to shut my mouth and let them, you know, do the talking. Um, but it's, re- so it's helped me with sales and it's probably the favorite part of what I get to do for my living.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be enjoyable because podcasting is fun. Like you said, getting to meet other people and just hear all about them and their companies, what they're doing. I don't know, maybe I'm nerdy, but so are all the listeners that tune in because they like to hear it too, I think. So it, it is a lot of fun. Now, owner's pride, I know you mentioned these dealers and stuff. So it's not really like a franchise type thing. You just have to buy in as an authorized dealer to be able to offer these products as part of your service. You have to own basically a shop that's doing this detailing, cleaning, all of that kind of stuff. But then I can buy from the website directly if I want to do my own, right?
1: So there are two different lanes of business that we have. We definitely serve the needs of the DIY person who's going to be cleaning their own car. I mean, there's even a ceramic coating that you can use. And we're glad to give you instructions and help walk you through that process. Um, As a matter of fact, if you call the 1-800 number, it goes directly to my phone. And I, I would absolutely love to talk to anybody. Um and then our our main core of our business with this company is with authorized installers who are professional detail shops they apply to be resellers of our product and have access to everything we have um then they go onto our installer map and we work with them and offer business coaching and really try to help them scale their business um and and step away from the the buffer itself and try to run their business as an entrepreneur
0: yeah, so it sounds like it's not just any fly by night person signs up for this buys your product and and reuses it. These are people who are kind of vetted and probably have to go through some sort of yes, we're legit, we know what we're doing and we're going to represent Owner's Pride well in the work that we do.
1: Yeah, that would just be a train wreck if we would just let anybody <laughs> on board. We try to keep, you know, a, a little bit of distance between people and make sure that they're professional, that they're, you know, a licensed and insured real business um because when they're selling our products, having the only compliant warranty program in our space. Um, we just have to do things a little more on the up and up.
0: Yeah. So how did you get into doing this? Like, what did you do before you were an entrepreneur and had this big company that's nationwide?
1: All right. So I that wrestling in my early days. And then after you know high school, I went away to college and um, I just went balls out crazy party. Um, I lived in a fraternity house, I, I did a year and a half in college, and then my parents were like, we're really wasting our money here. Um, so I left that, and then I kicked around, uh, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, from Indiana State, where I was going. Um, I became a, a really, a, I, I did a lot of drugs and alcohol, um, and I played music, and I toured in a in a band all around the southwestern United States, which was an incredible time of life. I had a blast from what I remember. Um, went to rehab for my second time when I was 29 years old in 1998, June 3rd, 1998. Uh, Then I moved to um, San Diego from Phoenix. And um, that was with the band that I was in. We broke up about a year later. I was waiting tables at a Joe's Crab Shack. And I was in my early thirties. And I was getting to that point of life where bringing people iced tea just didn't feel cool anymore. And my family was really pressuring me to go into management for a restaurant, but I just couldn't see myself doing that and being fulfilled. And and even now I look back and I just don't think I could have done that. My stepbrother and my sister are both restaurant managers, and it just doesn't look like a pleasant existence when I contrast it to what I do for a living. Um, and I I had bought a new Dodge truck, a 2004 Dodge Ram pickup truck, and my buddies, one of my really good friends. His next door neighbor had a detailing business and he said, hey, I would like, I'll put a paint sealant on that just like the dealerships do for $300, something like that at the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, sounds great. They wanted to charge me $1,200 for the same thing at the dealership. And um, I watched him do it and I kind of was thinking in my head, like, I, I'm a pretty tidy fella. I could do something like this. So um, he let me ride along with him for two days. I had $1,100 of cash saved up. And I I wanted a Rolex watch, but I could not afford to get that watch. And, and I didn't really want to go into management. So I kind of, he let me ride along with him and showed me the ropes for two days, went with me to the store, bought $1,100 worth of chemicals and equipment. And I started detailing on my two days off from the restaurant on Thursdays and Fridays. And as that just kept rolling forward, I, I was getting busier and busier. About a month and a half in, I had enough money saved up to get myself a Rolex, which I still have to this day. Um, I've never had a moment of buyer's remorse from it. Um, It's a a symbol of victory for me and an accomplishment. And I, seriously, I cherish that thing to this day. Um, But I, I had started this detailing business and as it got busier, I would work less and less at the restaurant and more. I probably worked seven days a week for a year, year and a half. Until um, I I got down to one day a week at the restaurant and they were like, okay, buddy, you can go be free and do your thing. Um, So I grew that business for 12 and a half years here in San Diego as a mobile detailing business. Um, Did well enough that I could employ people and bought a house, uh, which I'm in in a pretty cool place in San Diego for (laughs) buying a property is crazy here. Um, And uh, eventually... In business, I think one of the most important things, especially when you're doing something like auto detailing, you work mostly for affluent people who are successful. You know, the people who are not successful are not really paying extra money to have your car detailed. It's not something that you absolutely have to do. It's a luxury item. So keeping your eye open to all of the opportunities that present themselves and not being afraid to take those opportunities um, is probably the most core piece of advice that I give to everybody that I work with and that I mentor because um, buying my house came from one of my customers who is a real estate lawyer who he just bought and sold properties. And he helped me get in here because he bought it for cash and carried the loan for six months um, while I did some improvements. Um, And and there's just so much opportunity that you have to be able to, to reach out and and take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, that's, It sounds probably silly, honestly, when I say this, but have you ever seen the movie? Yes, man. So that movie kind of gave me a perspective on things, and I know, obviously, if you really want to get deep and philosophical, yes, movies are there to entertain and then, you know, they're fictional and sometimes it's supposed to give you kind of that like other view or whatever, but that movie for some reason has always stuck with me and it's all the way down to this. I answer phone calls that I don't recognize on my phone all the time, and I do it because of things like that movie. It goes exactly along with what you're speaking about. You don't know what it is until you try, and the worst case is you pick up and it's some scam call, spam call, and you hang up on them. Or, you know, like me, I like to enjoy myself and have a little fun with them sometimes. If you want to call and waste my time, hey, buddy, if I got time, I'm going to answer and we're going to go for a ride here and see how long I can keep you on the phone. Uh, My wife, in contrast, will not answer the phone if she doesn't know who it is calling. And I'm like, to me, that's the dangerous way to live because you never know. It could be a million dollar phone call where someone's calling and wants to set you up on something. It could be on the other side of that thing. It could be, hey, there's something wrong with your child, your husband, your wife, your whomever. Like you never know what that call is going to be about. So answer it. And it's the same thing, exactly what you're talking about. Look into those opportunities. Don't let something pass you by. I am happily working full-time at a job, and then I'm doing the same thing as you, right? I I work full-time somewhere. I love my job. I enjoy it. It's the fire department. I'm a lieutenant on a fire truck. It's one of the best jobs I think there ever could be in the world. The problem is I work for the taxpayer, and the taxpayer doesn't pay a million dollars a year. I want to make a crap ton of money in my life, and I want to set my kids up for success, so therefore I have my eyes set on a bigger goal. And so I'm doing the same thing you are where I'm working this full-time schedule there. Then I work for a marketing agency my buddy owns. And then I work for myself where me and that same buddy co-own an event company together. And we're trying to make it to where these two companies set us up, each of ourselves up for life, you know? And that's the whole end goal. And you're right, we're working basically two, three full-time jobs worth of hours to just try and make it work. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if I don't answer every single phone call that comes in, or if I don't take every job interview for another position somewhere, even though I don't want to switch jobs, why not take that interview and see where it goes? Because that's the best thing you can do is walk into it and say, you know what? I don't want this job unless it pays me more than $150,000 a year, which is another step up for me getting to where I want to go. And then you never know, maybe they're going to look at you and say, okay, yeah, we'll do that. You know, or maybe their offer is going to be higher. Like don't let that opportunity go to waste. So I love that. I went off on that tangent to say, I love your message there. I think it's an amazing one. And for anybody who's in that struggle of wanting to work for themselves and they're listening now, I mean, listen to this origin story and draw from it. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter where you are. All that matters is where you want to go. And I tell people this all the time. It's like GPS. It doesn't matter what path you take to get to the destination as long as you're going to that destination. So there's going to be mess ups. Sometimes you're going to go to rehab. Sometimes you're going to have a drug or alcohol problem. Sometimes you're going to get arrested. Sometimes you may get a felony record. It doesn't matter as long as you recover from it and get to where you want to go in the long run. You can always fix it, but you have to start with today. You can't just let the past say, well, I wrecked out and I'm done. Get a new car. Move on. Go with it. So I don't know. Absolutely love that message. That was great. So. You decide, finally, you've got enough money, you're making it, you're doing it. Where was that transition from detailing cars to
1: stepping back and supplying detailers? So right along with the same exact theme that we were on about taking advantage of those opportunities, um, I went to SEMA, which is the biggest trade show for our space, uh, one year and I went by myself and um i was working with uh using a company called opticoats products at that time i had become a distributor for them um i went to another trade show which those trade shows in our industry are are huge to go to i don't know if everybody's industry they're as effective and and there's great of connections but for the detail space you got to go to those um i went to mobile tech expo probably in 2006 or 7 and i took a couple employees with me and I had sat through a seminar and I became a distributor for another company in the space that's called OptiCoat. And uh, the year that I went to SEMA, I was by myself walking around on the show floor and I got to their booth and it was the first year that they had had a booth. And uh, I was talking and, uh, to the CEO of the company, small company, and a, a couple of customers came up and they were asking questions. So I just started answering questions and then I kind of weaseled my way behind it and so I stood there the rest of the day because I was hanging out by myself anyway. <laughs> And um, the next day I came back and did the same thing. The following year, Dr. Gadusi from that company called me and said, hey, I would like for you to come to SEMA and work at the booth for me. I'll pay for your, your whole trip and everything. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds like a fantastic deal. So I did that. Um, and then I became a consultant for that company because the opportunity presented itself and I did it. So I was had my business and I was um, helping support the installers for that company. Um, it came to a point where it got busier and busier and, and he said, it's time to sell your company and come on board full-time. So I did, I sold my company, which, uh, you know, selling a company in this space is a a pretty neat notch on your belt. Also, um, went there and I worked full-time, um, and the CEO got sick and he went away for a while. And when he came back, I think he kind of wanted to shrink the business down. The, but that was okay because then the this opportunity with Owner's Pride presented itself, and once again, you know, you keep your eyes open for these opportunities when things get a little shaky in one place. Um, Owner's Pride was a detail shop that was one of my customers when I was at my last company. They decided uh, Damon Gray, who's the founder, decided they wanted to not sell Optimum products and they wanted to have their own line of products and their own ceramic coating and warranty program. So they tapped me to come and be a part of that company, which it came with an equity position. And, um, you know, they gave me a Mercedes and equity position, really good insurance. But it was a much better deal. So changing was a beautiful, beautiful transition at, at around 50 years old for me. Um, went there. We launched this company on February 15th in two thousand, three three weeks before COVID shut the world down. So... The, uh, amount of anxiety that I felt as we launched the company and then, you know, but but I'm telling you what, this world of detailing cars, most of the guys who are in this space made more money during COVID than they had made their entire career. We plowed right through year one. We, you know, were well over a million dollars and we had a good 30 some percent growth, um, the next year, um, and we're we're trying to hit forty percent next year for year number three, which we just started. Um, and it's just going fantastic.
0: It's amazing to hear because you know, obviously, when I started this show, it was called the Beef Podcast back then. But it seems like I guess probably just because it was twenty twenty one when we started recording, which means that obviously we were at the tail end of the major COVID issues and and things that we were still dealing with and recovering from, and that was kind of the number one problem that most businesses on this show talked about was COVID. You know, that's the struggle. That's the part that we had to kind of go through that made us nervous. But I love those stories of people who took that and then just said, you know what, this isn't a problem. This isn't a struggle. We're going to do better than we ever thought we were going to. And I think some of it has to do with luck. Uh, You know, your business is just one that Probably more people had time now to focus on what their car was going to look like and decided, you know what? I got all this free time at home because of shutdowns. Might as well get out there and detail my car and do something about it. Now, me, I'm not that way. I'm the guy that I'm looking for a really good dealer that you have that doesn't charge an arm and a leg, but still does a good job. And I can just take it to them and have them do it because not that I don't enjoy getting out there and putting my hands on my Jeep and cleaning it. It's just that, honestly, time is valuable and limited. And it is something I just don't have time to do. I could be spending that time focusing on the million other things I have on my plate. So I'm looking for that person that is really good. So can I just go to your website and kind of get hooked up with somebody who does this work that's
1: authorized? Yeah. If you go to ownerspride.com and click on find an installer uh, and you can put in your zip code or your address and it'll pop populate the, uh, the page with who is near you. Got it.
0: Now, same website, I can order products
1: directly or is this something where I need to go to someone that kind of resells it? Nope. so our, um, a lot of our installers do resell products from their own shop. We, you know, we make it convenient for them to do so. Uh, we are listed on eBay, um, so you can buy any of the products there or on ownerspride.com. But I'll tell you what, if you go to ownerspride.com and you use um, EcoWash, the world at checkout, you will get 10% off. Nice.
0: So what makes your product different from what I can go buy at AutoZone or Napa or any of those auto parts shops that sell these, you know, detail cleaning products?
1: We like to say we have professional products without the professional problems. So a lot of things that you're going to go buy off of the shelf at Walmart or at AutoZone are going to be um, much more heavily diluted um, for products that are sitting on a shelf in that, that kind of store. Turn and burn is what it's all about. So you really need that product to be the customer to come back in and buy the product. So we have more professional products like our um, Eco Wash, which I always tell people my name is Dan E. Williams, and the E stands for Eco Wash. <laughs> um, but it, it's dilutable at five hundred and twelve to one. So a, a little dabble, do you? Remember, remember that brill Cream commercial?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But, but I used to ride 21. motorcycles,
1: so we would, we would
0: use all that kind of stuff to clean chrome and whatnot. Yeah.
1: Um, and, the, and then, we, again, our biggest customer is our professional detailers. So you have access to a lot of the same products that those guys have, and it's just on a little bit higher level. So, I mean, it's basically instead of going and
0: buying something that is already diluted, it's a little bit cheaper of a product where you're going to be able to use, you know, you can still use it. It still works, but you're going to have to use a lot of it. This is something that it takes just a little bit and you're going to have the professional grade quality as if you are going somewhere that's doing a professional detail service. It's just on your own.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we have a, a consumer um, friendly ceramic coating, even if you wanted to coat your own car in your own driveway. But, but like you said, there's a lot that goes into it. If you really want to yep. decontaminate the paint and and get the, clay the paint and use the proper chemicals to decontaminate it polish it and then put a coating on it's it's not just as easy as as it may sound right off the bat yeah
0: we've got guys at the fire station that is it clay bar is that what you use to like get stuff off and like you said kind of decontaminate the paint i mean these guys are just they're ate up about it they love sitting out there and spending hours doing that kind of stuff and i'm like well i'm gonna be inside working on this project that i've got going on or something uh you know it I love the idea of it. It would be great to have kind of that owner's pride, pun intended, of this is my ride and I spent all this time making sure that it looks great and gets compliments, but it does. It takes a lot. And even if I listened to everything that you told me to do and read everything I could read, diluted it perfectly, I mean, just did everything I was supposed to do, I'd still find a way to mess it up. And that's always my fear is, you know, when you're spending this kind of money on quality products. I just want it done right. So I'd rather go to an authorized dealer, but that's just me. So if people are out here and they want these professional grade products, then head over to your site. What was the, uh, and we'll put it in the show notes too, but what was that code again for 10% off? Um, Eco wash the world. Perfect. Heck yeah, man. No, I love it. Uh, So what is because I, I went to your website, obviously, when we first started talking and I saw a lot of things there. So th- it looks like a solution for anything and everything you want to do for your car. But what is the bread and butter, the really good products you offer that if anybody came to you and said, I need one thing, what would it be that you're looking to push the most?
1: Well, if, if it's a regular consumer, like somebody listening to this that might want to wash their own car, I would say eco wash. I, it's just my thing. Um, it's pH balance of seven. You put one little tiny cap full in three gallons of water and it's plenty to wash your car. If you live, like I live in California where we're generally speaking in a drought, um, you can wash your car with a couple gallons of water without having to hose everything down. Um, It's safer than using just regular car wash soap. Um, Ceramic detail spray, fantastic product. That's what I use on my own car. Basically every time I wash it, those two products. I tell people... If I had to be stranded on a desert island by myself with my car and only two products, it would be Owner's Pride Eco Wash and Owner's Pride Ceramic.
0: Yeah. Are y'all doing anything for the consumer level to find out more information about y'all? Are y'all on social media, YouTube, anything like that?
1: Absolutely. Um, We're up on all the social media channels. We have a, a guy named Davis who's our creative director and he handles most of that. I do the podcast for us, which, um, there's a long form interview podcast where I try to bring in people from outside of our industry to, to discuss things. Most of the podcasts in our space are, you know, the same kind of good old boys club where they all kind of stroke each other's ego about what a great polisher they are. And so I do it a little bit different than them. Um, you know, I've, I've like just had Mike McCallowitz and Joey Coleman, who are both really cool business book authors. Um. And, and just a lot of people from outside of it. We, and to that note, we are starting a new podcast episode that's going to be really, really cool. I based it sort of off of that Jerry Seinfeld, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. But oh, yeah. this is where I, I go to the customer, um, like car collectors and people who have had either use Owners Pride products on their car or they've had it detailed by someone. And maybe they're in a car club or maybe they're just really into their car. Um, but we go and we talk about their car and their journey and then we jump into the car and take a ride and video the whole thing they are coming out so cool so i'm I'm super excited that should launch sometime next week and that's a really just a great way for us to kind of get a back door into a lot of regular consumers who they can you know see our name brand then and do something a little bit different
0: yeah i mean i just think that's probably somewhere that's underserved a little bit is that consumer that does want to not spend thousands of dollars having someone detail their vehicle and keep it, you know, looking fresh and protected and all that. They want to do it themselves, but they don't know where to start. Because, you know, with me, that's one thing I'm terrible about. My wife gets on to me all the time and she's like, that's a concentrate. Why are you just using it straight? You know, you can dilute (laughs) that and save it. So I'm one that would look at a product and be like, well, this is a lot of money for this, you know, little jug of cleaner. And then you're like, well, yeah, but when you can dilute it like 30 times, that jug is going to last you, you know, months or years. It's like, it's not really that expensive because you're paying for the concentrate. So I forget little things like that, which is why I don't like getting into the weeds on how to, you know, detail these cars and take care of the paint and everything else, because I will forget little details like that because I'm not familiar with it. It's just not something I do for a living. So I think that that's somewhere that there's probably some really good info that could be pushed out is just how to do it like the professionals. And then here's the stuff
1: that's as good as what they're using, because oftentimes it is what they're using. Yeah. And I, I definitely, you know, I would love to have you over on our podcast because the, the message of marketing and everything that you guys are doing is always huge, huge, huge information for all of the small business owners and solopreneurs uh, that I, that are our audience. Yeah.
0: It's uh it's insane man how much all of these things can kind of overlap and especially when it comes to marketing. That's why I enjoy what I do because you know everybody that I meet whether they become a customer or not it's just good to have those connections and as you know just like with the trade shows I think trade shows are big because it's like not answering your phone when you don't recognize the phone number you don't know what you don't know and you don't know who you don't know. So if you can get to those trade shows even if all you walk away with is a stack of business cards or new contacts it can be so helpful for you just to be able to meet new people, talk about what you do, spread that message and you never know who you're going to meet and who might turn into a million dollar connection for sure.
1: And I don't know about, you know, other spaces in particular, but when when you're in the grind as having a detailing business and you're every day you're, you know, you've got volume coming in, you're trying to close sales, you're trying to order products, you have maybe you have employees that you're trying to watch out and there's all this going on it's such a great mental break to go and just be around a group of humans who are all like-minded with you and just being able to bounce ideas you know because maybe your wife or your friends they're maybe sick of hearing you talk about detailing <laughs> cars or whatever your business is but when you're with the that group of people you it's so many fresh ideas come to play. I've always come back feeling energized and and with some new ideas that are gonna pump my business up.
0: Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like all my friends and family are tired of hearing me talk about the podcast. But you know, right now, podcast movement as we're recording this podcast movement is taking off and starting today in Vegas. And I'm like, man, I'm so sad I'm missing it. But I have so much going on, I have to be here. But when you go to those places where that's all everyone does they don't mind hearing about it because they want to hear about it. They want to know what you're doing versus, you know, your friends and family are like, Oh yeah, you've got a podcast, bro. We know we've heard about it
1: <laughs> yeah. and it's, yeah, it's I, all
0: in love, but they get tired of hearing about it, you know, cause you're always
1: trying to push that out there. I wanted to go to that also. I, I do want to go to one of these podcast conventions, um, especially as I'm trying to take it kind of to the next level. I don't think anybody in my space is really doing that. I looked at that one I'm teaching two classes this weekend to detail clinics up in LA so I couldn't make this one work. I think there's one coming up in Colorado also. Yes, yeah, they had two events this year so
0: maybe we'll have to meet up in that one and you Absolutely. know go see what's what's going on there in Colorado. I've never been to Colorado, so definitely somewhere I want to cross off my bucket list. There's actually a really cool I think it's in like Lakewood, Colorado. Mm -hmm. there's a a place called rods and bods they have a like 75 car collection museum inside of a mall there i just found out about them on tiktok and so that's what i was sitting here thinking with you know your show and what you're doing like that's the perfect place to go i think he said he has like 150 cars total he keeps about 75 in this museum some of them are uh, actual screen time cars that have you know They've got the Certificate of Authenticity. They've bought the stuff. Like, he talks to Jay Leno. He's that level of, you know, they compare their car collection and whatnot. And uh, then, of course, he has the builds that he creates that there is no screen time for them to have. He just rebuilt a certain vehicle and kind of throws it in there and just, I mean, some beautiful things. Everything from Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds to uh, all these other cars that you can actually Go in and see, and then one is featured where you can sit down, look, touch, feel, and take part in it more than a museum normally lets you do. So that would be. I want to have him on the podcast, but for you, I think that would be
1: a really good episode to have as well. Yeah, that's now that's one that I want to go and take a ride in the car and do one of my <laughs> behind the wheel episodes.
0: Yep. See, that's what I'm saying. We need to go do the podcast movement in Colorado. Have everybody that listens to our shows follow us on that, and then go interview this guy and get a nice little show going.
1: I, I absolutely agree.
0: Dan, what else can we say about your companies and your podcast? Man, I think we covered so much in so little time.
1: You know, I, I'll touch on one more thing that really does set us apart from everybody else in the industry. And um, that is we have a compliant warranty program. Most, and with the, I can do this without disparaging anybody or, or like really calling anybody out, but just with a cautionary tale, For anybody out there who's thinking of getting a ceramic coating that comes with a warranty, my air quotes. Um, A lot of these companies basically take a piece of cardboard and a crayon and write warranty with backwards R's and hand it to a customer. We actually work with um, ECP out of Chicago as our admin for our warranty company, which is a big publicly traded company. They make products for NASA, the military OEMs. And um, we have an insurance company behind it, too, called Wesco Insurance out of New York City. So where's the difference come in? If you have a warranty claim, anything that's actually covered under this warranty, if my business goes out of business, the detailer's business goes out of business, you're still going to call a 1-800 number and have that claim adjudicated for the entire life of the warranty. If you buy your, if you're in Houston and you get your product there and your warranty, and you move to the middle of Montana, and there's not an installer for owners pride around for 500 miles in any direction, you still call a 1-800 number, and they're going to find somebody to adjudicate your claim and make you whole. And that is completely different. We follow the the laws of the, um, the Federal Trade Commission, who regulates warranty sales in the United States, as well as the Magnus and Moss Act of 1975. and. So you're actually getting exactly what you pay for. There's an um an aggregate tied to every warranty. So there's like a five thousand dollar aggregate on a seven year exterior warranty or interior warranty where you're not gonna get the runaround and, and and a lot of these companies just they don't play by the rules. You know, they say you have to come back in every year to have something else applied to your car or your warranty's not valid. And that's just not compliant and 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 not legal. So yeah. That's, that's a big deal for us.
0: No, I, I think that's a huge deal because that's, you know, as much as I and, and I don't mean this rude towards Amazon. I'm sure Jeff Bezos doesn't listen to the show and he's not going to hear this <laughs> anyway, and it doesn't matter. But um I hate shopping at Amazon just because I prefer to really give money to the little guy. But the thing that always keeps me coming back is that I know if there's a problem with my order, there's very little questions asked, and I can send that back in and get it taken care of and be made whole with no problem. And if they, it's down to the point that even if it's something that is my error, nine out of 10 times that customer service agent is going to offer something. Even if it is just a, hey, we're sorry that we missed the mark on this, but here's $5, you know, in credit on your next order. Like I've had that happen a couple of times. And it's like, hey, something's better than nothing. It helps, you know, and to have that security and satisfaction that I'm never gonna have to worry about the money that I'm spending. And that is so big because so many of those places, you're right. It's like, I don't even, I just disregard the warranty when they start talking to, to me about it because it's like, well, we have this warranty and we do this. And it's exactly what you said. It's like, okay, cool dealer warranty. But if I don't come in here and pay $300 for an oil change every quarter, then you're not going to honor the warranty that you have because I didn't get the work done by you, even though I can go down the road and get it just as good with better products you're not going to, you know, value that enough because you want to get out of your warranty
1: obligations. So I love hearing a good warranty. Yep, That's, that is our flagship thing that we have that really, really... Sell. And, you know, if, as you're setting up a business, we're trying to set this business up to scale and grow a legitimate business from now into the future. Um, and if, you, if you're playing by the rules, yeah, sure, sure. We can sell those, fake, you know, warranties. We sure could and we'd make more money, but right. we're trying to set up for the long win. You know, there's we're, we're there's a long game and a short game and we're playing the long game.
0: That's the big thing, man. If you could get that across to everybody to understand it in that way that yes, you're going to spend more money up front, but in the long run, when you have people that take pride in the loyalty they will have for your product because of the fact that you did go the extra mile to make something quality, even if it is just a warranty. It means the world to somebody and they'll be so loyal to you and bring more people. And you and I both know referrals are king. I can go out there and spend all the marketing dollars I want on my company to blast how good we are at what we do, but it does nothing like the natural talking of one person to another. That social proof when that person tells their friend, it's more valuable than me spending thousands of dollars on marketing efforts.
1: And here's the crazy part, man we uh, our product isn't any more expensive than any as a matter of fact some of the ones with full warranties actually charge more money for their product to their installer and to the end user i i just don't know i don't understand how that sales call goes does your card does this one make it shiny yes this makes it shiny okay does this do this yes if i have this problem am i covered no not so much but this one am i yeah i i don't more, Just more work for me to do with my guys who are selling the product to make them better salesmen.
0: Absolutely. Well, and it's the why behind what you do to offer something better and to offer something that people can truly value. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't thank you enough for being on here, man. We talked about some personal stuff. We talked about the business. I know it takes your time. You know, when when you hopped on the call, you were in the middle of another call trying to support somebody. And I'm sure as soon as we're done here you're going to pick up that phone and get back on another call with somebody else. And and I know that we're all busy. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to sit here on the show with me and talk to our listeners. No, absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yes, sir. And listeners, we value you and we thank you for taking your time to listen to another episode of small business origins. It's been a great episode for us. I hope you're enjoying this. Please make sure that you like comment and review whether it's on Apple podcasts, the website, www.smallbusinessorigin.com or anywhere else that you listen to your podcast, man. I don't care if it's Spotify. I don't care if it's Amazon music. It doesn't matter. As long as you're interacting with the show, leaving those reviews, it's the most valuable thing you can do for all of us because it boosts us up to the front so that other people will hear these stories just like you do every single week. We'll see you next week for another episode, but until then stay beefy, my friends. Thanks for listening to another episode of Small Business Origins. I love an origin story. If you like what you just heard, leave us a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Guys, check this out. They're going to love it. You're going to love it.